Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Cine Games Podcast. I'm joined this week with a full table. We have five people on this episode, which is, I believe, the most we've ever had. Now, starting on my left, we have our usual Nick Carr. Ready, set, peek! And Jonah Sparks. Huh, what? Who did it? <laughs> what? And Damon Owens. Hello. And we have a special guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? I am Rupert Ledbetter. <laughs> Hello, Rupert. Hello. He's the esteemed Rupert Ledbetter. Doctor. Doctor. Oh, you know anything about video games? I, uh, as a child, we had a Nintendo. Okay. How old are you? 48. Okay. Where um, are you from? Eastern Europe. Eastern Europe. Like Sweden? You sound sweet. Around there. Okay. <laughs> root, root. How, do you, how do you feel about Assassin's Creed Valhalla? <laughs> I read the book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dr. Rupert is here to, uh, our, is going to be our coronavirus update expert. Um, that's why we brought him on the show this week. He's been at the forefront of the. Wait, what show are we doing right now? I don't know. I thought we were doing the regular one. We're doing the real one. So he's going to be in it too? <laughs> no, we save all that for the, the, no. the dumb one. No. Yes. 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 We got to keep this one serious. Yeah. Over we know, no, we're good. <laughs> no, we're good. We'll cut it out. No. We know you guys. It's probably very weird if anybody keeps on <laughs> listening to these. And last week's episode was very different. But yeah. we're, we're going to start another another podcast feed for stuff like that. So. Oh, it's, it's, it's going to be great. Yeah, so we had a lot of fun with that one. We're going to dive a little bit further into that area. Oh, this I, one is all about video games. Well, I mean, not all I mean, about we'll, video we'll games. We'll dive into some news, some movies, stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah, trust me. I got, the, I got the big movie news of the week, and I'm excited for it. So, but. All right. We'll go around. What's everybody been playing this week? Absolutely nothing. Nothing. Yeah, I know. I haven't seen you all on all weekend. Not played Dragon Ball Dokkan Battle. I, I've literally just been chilling in my, in my room. Playing Madden, I've turned the commentators off, turned the music off, everything. Have my own music going and just fucking playing. That's it. We watched Too Hot to Handle like last episode, and then I watched mm. Blown Away, which is fucking great. And now I'm back on watching The Great British Bake Off. <laughs> what, what is Blown Away? It's about glass blowing. It's literally, oh, okay. it's just like, like Ink Master, that setup where you have so many people, and they do tattoos, but except these guys, they're, they have so many, like an hour couple hours to do some kind of like glass sculpture it's fucking awesome but i also binged too hot to handle i finished it yeah. good uh i enjoyed it yeah everyone on that show is a piece of shit no. <laughs> i mean no no I, chloe tries chloe's to... bae for a minute and then she's retarded every one of them's a piece of shit i don't chloe's care listen when chloe left bryce for Corey, i was like what there's not a single person in that room i'd want to hang out with you don't want to hang out with Matthew Jesus? No. What? No, he's an arrogant douchebag. No, he's no, not. That was my takeaway from no, him. No, dude's no. chill as How fuck. did you get that? He's like, Matthew. oh, I can't have sex? Fuck it. That dude, that dude literally took himself out of the game because he wasn't making he a wasn't connection. He wasn't making a connection with the girl. Not just that. He took himself out because he couldn't have sex. No, no he didn't. He didn't. You, you totally are missing. Listen, I'm just going to say this. You go on those shows Why to fuck. Why are you the way that you are? You go on those shows to fuck. No intelligent individual is going to be like, I'm going on The Bachelor to find true love. I'm going to fuck a millionaire 
and get a nice ass house. Well, see, that's the see, premise that's the of this show. Is they thought they were going there to have sex, and they didn't know that was a rule. Well, the rule is to not have sex. Who was the guy who left? His name was Matthew. I Good on Matthew. Matthew knew what he wanted. He got boned. He didn't get the bone, so he left. At, uh, at least he didn't fuck everybody and like fuck them all out of money. I mean, I he guess generally I can take tried. That he genuinely money. tried to reach out for a few, exactly to make a connection. Yeah, he and not. he just didn't feel the connection. He just wasn't so vibing with anybody. So because he left. there's so much fucking tension on this island. Yes, and no one. Gets well, it. everybody's stressed because they can't have sex. Exactly. No, even you can't even whack off. You can't beat it out of you. You're, just, you're, you're sitting there like a fucking bunch of Puritans. I'll, I just want to say Rhonda and Sharon were the true winners of the show. The best person yeah. on that show was the uh, British white dude that was David. Popular. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the dude that stepped aside for Sharon. He's like, you know what? You like her. I get that. I'm not that far with her yet. You seem like you're really going to push it with her and go the, go the distance. So... I'm gonna step back. I'm, this is all you. David was a cool cat. He was what happens? The best person so what's the premise of the show again? Like what? What do you win? You're stuck on money. Dollars, it's a hundred thousand dollars if you don't fuck no one. If you, it's it's a group. Yeah. Hundred thousand dollars. Okay. And who's this British guy? What's his name? David. David. So David pretty much was like, he's he he's hot blocked himself for this no. Other dude. Sounds like David's the fucking dick. David's in it to win a hundred fucking grand. He's like, you know what? You like her, man. I respect you as a friend. That's not how it works, though. You no. go your whole life. The, the money, the money sex, is a group. If one person, so they has split sex, the money yeah. at the end of the show. Yeah. So if, some, if somebody has out. sex, then they lose money too. And, and I but guarantee, if you're not showing strides of emotional connection, actually trying to change, yeah, they get you, you will boot out. off the show. And I'm guessing everybody on this show's very attractive. Yes. Oh yeah. So, yeah. so like, if they, put, if they, put, well, except if they, because they know if they put like, how many except people? Haley. How many people's on the island? They start out with ten, then they add one, and then they add three. Okay, so if they put ten me's on there, it's guaranteed hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. No one's fucking nothing. Yeah. We'd have been, we'd have been great. Yeah, oh, yeah. we'd oh, have yeah. won that. Well, money. I don't know. Uh, I, it, it depends on if you put those women on the. Island. If you put those, I probably women on lost there. every bit of money that we had. Cause oh yeah. That's, that's I'm a piece of shit. That's called rape. Right. It'd been off. <laughs> Not if I didn't can say unconsensually. <laughs> all right, all right. We gotta move on. But move anyway. On. Um, See, I wouldn't want home with shit if I. Nick <laughs> wouldn't do anything because he loves his girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, so sweet. Different zip code makes me sick. Um, anyway. <laughs> I have to see it every day. All right, so that's reality TV show out of the way. Um, uh, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, what do we have video game? I, I already went over that. We didn't. Y'all haven't played anything. No, bad. we've really. Been, it's I'm been a lazy Dragon, week. Let me tell you about Dragon Ball. Do- I'm just kidding. I've been playing Red Dead 2 online with Mojo. Yeah, we you played it. You have to be lonely. You want to talk about that? I'm so lonely. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you, I spent about five hours just killing animals and selling the pelts so I could get a new pair of pants. <laughs> Well, so, that, my friend, like is that, rock bottom. Did you have to go halfway across the country to get those and get, and get shot when you're trying to make a, a one mile trek like 15 times? No, believe it or not, like, and Mojo can contest to this. Where did a mountain lion come out? I didn't really get killed until I started killing people. But it turns out you can't skin them to sell their pelts. <laughs> Dude, when it first launched, like oh the online, God, you couldn't play it. You, you could. could not move. And I don't know if it's because we played it like four in the morning or because no one plays it anymore, but 
I didn't really like witness it. that. There was like, I got killed maybe four or five times, but like getting back in wasn't no big deal. Like when we started playing, um, you couldn't you couldn't go from a town to the next without dying probably fifty times. Well, yeah. GTA like everybody was just sitting in the hills just waiting and just we we ended up getting bored pretty quick. Empty. It, it is really yeah. empty. Well, yeah. it's, it, it's, it's NPCs. kind of expected. They're still support. That, that was the same problem with like GTA the main Online. game. Like it's, it's a still a smash. It's an amazing yeah. game, but like when you're playing Red Dead Two, like even the campaign, and mm-hmm. there's no real fast travel. Just but, having to go mission to mission you know and taking. I'm kind of used to that kind of gameplay because I play a lot of sandboxes, and so getting to make your own game out of the game. Finding that boredom and making it entertaining. Yeah, but it's also like it. Sometimes you just want to fast travel somewhere. Yeah. And, and me and Mojo did. We ended up stealing a train and going town to town, <laughs> murdering people, That's jumping true. back on the train. We drove that train for like two hours. We long. did. And I would had the conductor's hat because he he was off work. <laughs> I may or may not have killed the conductor. <laughs> like we tried, I, I wanted to just leave the, the conductor so one of us didn't have to drive the train the entire time. We kept stopping at all these stops we didn't want to stop at. <clears throat> so, had to take care of that problem. Had to take care of that problem. There you go. That's what you anyway, know. This this train keeps chugging. We got a lot to talk about as for as far as today's topic goes. Well, we get so. through the news. We got, let's get through the yeah, news. Okay. I got the what news. O- what other news do we have? Uh, well, first off, the big big news of the week, of course, is that the Last of Us Two is no longer indefinitely delayed. It's coming out June nineteenth, allegedly. Ooh. No, that, that's <laughs> not. That is confirmed, allegedly, because there were um, some leaks of the plot of the game uh, that came out. So Naughty Dog was their hand was forced. They got with Sony. Now they're going to release it uh, June 19th. Cannot wait for that. So we'll be playing that here in about a month. They also moved Ghost of uh, Tsushima back from June to July 27th or something like that. They moved it back mm-hmm. a month. So that way it didn't collide with the oh, last yeah. of us. So it's going to be a great summer. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, it it's, it, it's just a shitty way for the last of us to come out. Like we were told it was going to be indefinitely delayed. For Well, I mean, like, for I, I read something yesterday where... Animal Crossing and the Switch is fucking killing it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Killing it. And it's all because everybody's locked in. Yeah. I think the only bad thing about the release of The Last of Us is that they're having to melt down PPE in order to make the discs. (laughs) And, (laughs) you know, I think you just got to pick what you want more. Uh, Also, also, want The Last of Us. (laughs) (laughs) It also is kind of shitty, like. Having yeah. a game about a pandemic mm-hmm. and like this fungal virus come out during a global pandemic. Yeah, it's kind of not a really. But great still, thing. I mean, it's not going to be showing the outbreak because that's the first one did that. And another thing is too, it, it kind of sucks for the people who worked on the game to have their enti- basically the game leaked. Yeah, and all their hard work is for nothing now. But I mean, st- we're going to avoid well, the leaks, of course. I mean, is it like did they leak everything yeah. that's going to happen yeah. in the yeah. story? Absolutely. Oh, that point A to yeah. point A to point Z. Damn. Yeah. Who the fuck? Uh, somebody, well, evidently, I was reading today, evidently a patch for a different Naughty Dog game went out. Mm-hmm. And they somehow found a way in that patch to like get into their security network or something. Mm-hmm. And that's how they got it. Yeah. At first they thought it was a former Naughty Dog employee. And so then they you, finally found the guy and it wasn't. You get a bunch of people locked in their houses, bored, and they figure out how to hack infrastructure. And but it was, it, it's pretty shitty, but... On the bright side, we do get the game here in the next month, which is great for us, but it kind of sucks it's the way it had to happen. So, basically, if you see anything about The Last of Us Part Two, 
Um, Keep scrolling. Avoid scroll up, avoid avoiding. Reddit and Twitter. Yeah, I'll tell you that. And much. Twitter block and all you, words. And, and YouTube comments. Do not look at YouTube comments because no. there were some live chats that were going out yesterday, and people were spoiling the shit out of it. Oh yeah. And Twitch streams too. Don't read the comments in Twitch streams. Also, Deadly Premonition Two comes out on my birthday, and I don't. It's like I want to buy that game because it comes out on my birthday, it but at the same time, premonition. Deadly Premonition One is like a big cult classic that is a terrible game that people fucking love because yeah. the story is weird. It's like a Twin Peaks. Mm, I love Twin Peaks. But it's like a trash game yeah. that does not play well, but evidently the story is just fucking amazing. And um, they also announced uh, Destroy All Humans release dates in yeah. July as well. So SpongeBob, SpongeBob really is coming cool. out in June, yeah. I believe. So, SpongeBob? Yeah, SpongeBob yeah. Battle for the Pokemon. remake of the PS2. Yeah. yeah. It, it was a great game. It's um, So this summer is going to be full of games. It's going to be a fun summer in that aspect. Um, but going forward, you know. We don't know what's going to happen outside of the gaming world. Um, which, actually, nice pick of the devil. We do have some kind of big news from Jeff Keighley, who's got together with several developers. Um, and this summer, from, running from May to August, I believe, um, basically it's going to be a virtual E3, sort of, like. Yeah, for it, four months. For four months, it's going to be all these major studios releasing uh, news, um Games, release dates, all that stuff. All the major studios you can think of, uh, minus Nintendo, which I think Nintendo's just going to do their own thing and stay out of it. I mean, th- they can do that. Also, I want to I want to put this out there. Uh, you were looking at pictures of Deadly Premonition. That yeah. is not a PS2 game. That is a PS3 360 game. <laughs> that shows you yeah. anything about it. They pushed it. They pushed it out. <laughs> they were like, we don't need ray tracing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but going back to this, uh, it's called the Summer Game Fest. Um, I think out of all the developers that got shown that were going to do something, the Warner Brothers games one got me super hopped yeah. because that's who is doing the new Batman game, that allegedly doing the new Batman game. Um, and hopefully they're going to release some news. We've been hearing that that news is going to come out soon. Yeah. And so we're probably going to get Batman news by August, which yeah. is Batman, uh, uh, whatever Rocksteady's doing, because they're not doing the new Batman no, game. No, no. Uh, I feel like Rock- and then Harry Potter, you cowards. That, that fake Harry Potter game. <laughs> that will- Jeff is dying to have. And oh, um, But there, there's going to be a ton of games announced this summer uh, due to the Summer Game Fest, and it's all thanks to uh, Jeff Keighley and all these developers getting together. And putting this out for... And also, Sony was on Wave 1, so that might be where we see the PS5. Yep, that is true. They, they said it was going to be anything. Anything and everything. And I cannot wait for this thing to kick off. That's that's for definite. Um, moving on to some movie news. I got announced this week. That I, this is really the only big movie news I have. Um, Disney announced that they're going to remake Hercules. Ooh. They're going to make a live-action Hercules movie. No, not another one. Another? Another. That'd be the third live-action Hercules movie. Are you based on Disney? The Rock? That wasn't based on Disney. Not based on Disney. No, none of those were Disney. Hercules is what we call... um, um, It's in domain. Public Public domain. domain. Public domain. Hercules is a character where you can make a movie on the character, but it has to be vastly different than if it's by a different company. So Disney, where they own own the rights to the cartoon... They can make remake their own movie and it's still okay. So they're gonna. It's gonna be a live action uh, Hercules movie. Uh, some people are already calling for Danny DeVito to come back as Phil. I yes, want that in a heartbeat. Yes. yes, he needs Without to be doubt. out there. He needs to have the he sheep looks legs. Like Phil. He still does. He yeah. needs to be yeah. singing. Um, 
the Troll Toll song from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> and then an offering an egg. And then Disney will love that they worked with him again, and then they will make him the new Wolverine. <laughs> no. Yeah, Cannonball Fat Short Wolverine. Um, I, I want to see it. There was also a guy. There was one guy who I follow on um, on Twitter. He put out his cast, and his suggestion for um, for, for Hercules was um, was Chris Pratt. Eh, I don't see that. I don't know. We'll see. Um, he who, also he also suggested. Um, who who would you all want to see? Are they going to do skinny Hercules? No idea. And then, that, oh, well, see, somebody suggested yep. that for kid hurt for like skinny Hercules, they have Tom Holland, and then for big Hercules, they have Chris Pratt. No, no, Tom Holland's a great actor, but not skinny Hercules. The person I want for skinny Hercules is the kid that plays Ian on Shameless, and the kid that plays. Uh, What's his name in the new Star Wars game? Yeah. Uh, Cameron Monaghan? Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I think, would love for him for Young Hercules. I think that the best Hercules would probably be Young Hercules as that long neck kid from YouTube. <laughs> and then older Hercules, the guy who played Superman. That's a glow up. Okay, yeah. Henry Cavill could do a good That, that was, an, that was another Hercules. suggestion yeah, was Henry yeah, Cavill. That, um, That'd be a great. Those three are the most likely. I think Tom Holland, Chris Pratt, and uh, I, well, I wouldn't put Tom Holland, Henry Cavill, because I wouldn't Disney put Tom Holland in it. But that's Chris Pratt and Henry Cavill definitely. Like, I mean, he can do an American accent, all right. Like that's I mean, Spider Man. But can he do a Greek accent? Yep, that's, that's the is question. Greek. Hey, listen, um, I think they should have a Greek actor. <laughs> as Hercules. This is Hollywood. They ain't doing that. We did skip over. Well, I'm talking Hollywood. all the grease me, and hair. I'm trying to find it. His list. Um, he was also talking about the um, the five girl, the five uh, people at the beginning, the um, the muses or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, some people were already calling for Tyra um, Banks. No, they were. Somebody suggested uh, Kelly Rowland, <laughs> J- Jennifer <laughs> Hudson, Lizzo, um, Amber Riley. Just random people. Um, somebody also suggested that uh, Jim Carrey should play Hades. Ooh, I'd like that. Oh, so. God. That's creepy now. <laughs> I'd like that. That would, that would be fun. No Let's joke. bring James Woods back. Fuck. No, Actually, no, yeah. yeah. No, James, listen, James Woods is an asshole now. I don't like, care. James Woods plays a game. always Satan. been an asshole now. <laughs> like, James Woods is like, an awful human being. Well, I mean, James, James you Woods pay him to act, always. not to be nice people. Jim I'm Curry. just saying. I'm trying to picture that, all blue-skinned and shit. <laughs> hey, you know who did blue-skinned real well? But Will Smith. It, it, I think or, see, he okay. played his James. See, this is Lizzo, and then, like, so this is Lizzo, and this is another muse. So it works out fine. Oh, Why yeah, can't I she can play the skinny bitch? Well, I don't know, because Lizzo's a big listen, girl. Hollywood. <laughs> it's called uh, 2020. I'll, um, I like Willem Maybe Dafoe she wants to be Hades. Hercules. Willem Dafoe for Hades would be interesting for sure. Yeah, he's Lizzo got for Hercules. Lips. Sign the, pedi- the one sign thing the that immediately comes to mind whenever I think of Hades is his big ass lips. And I feel like you wouldn't think about Hades lips. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and just all the raw dogs sucking they can do. Um, <laughs> another suggestion for Hades was Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum, Maybe. I agree with Jeff Goldblum. I'm more Jeff Goldblum. I think Batman, I'd be on that train. <laughs> I think that if they if they put Jeff Goldblum uh, as Hades, it would have Goldblum? this very interesting, rapey uh, feel the entire movie. That's kind of how Hades is. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, and then for Havoc and Panic, um, 
think that's the two little guys. Yeah. People were suggesting, of course, uh, Key and Peel. Just have the two guys that played. Oh, uh, my God. Those one, two pirates from Pirates of the Caribbean. No. They're always together. No, that'd be terrible. No, oh, yeah. that would, um, no Keel and Peel. Uh, and then also somebody, like yeah, somebody like also it. suggested John Mulaney and Nick Kroll. Yes. Because yes, they work 100%, on Big Mouth. Yes. Um, there's a, that'd be weird for them. How are you going to dress them up? Like, I'm just trying to picture it. Pro- Havoc and Payne will probably show. CGI. Yeah. They and Hades probably will too. Definitely. And then they were talking about uh, Jeff Bridges so for, for Hades. Hades. Havoc and Payne, we're just looking at voice actors, really. Jeff Bridges. And they'll probably do mocap too. Sort of like how Will Smith did for the genie. What and the fuck is mocap? Motion capture. Oh. Oh, yeah. If we're just doing voice actors, just bring James Woods back. Well, I'm just saying they're <laughs> going to have them actually act out how, like, Will Smith was yeah. in a mocap suit. So I'd say that if they did it, they'd put, like, Jeff Goldblum in a suit, crawling. Can we have I mean, Sean Connery as Zeus? That, see, honestly, <laughs> I would love to bring Sean Connery out of retirement for that. That would be his comeback after we <laughs> leave Extraordinary <laughs> Gentleman and turning down Lord of the Rings. So... Oh, did you not know that? No. Who did he turn down? He, tur- he was offered the role of Gandalf in Lord of the Rings and turned it down because, First he, did choice. Not, because he did not understand the story. I don't think it's that he didn't That's understand the story. He's just so used to playing characters who fuck a lot of women. <laughs> and he's That's like, wild. how many broads do I fuck? And then they're like, <laughs> none. And like, like, I'm you out. Gotta, you got to think when the when that was coming out, when that was, they were in pre-production for that, they were, he was just, he just got done doing the rock. <laughs> With um, uh, Michael Bay, which is a fantastic movie, by the way. <laughs> the Rock. Uh, the Rock. Where they're escaping. Excuse me. Escaping Alcatraz. Yeah. Okay. With Nicolas right. Cage and I Ed Harris. I didn't realize that was that news. We, uh, we skipped over a little, little bit of video airport. game news that I want to. Well, that's what I was getting ready to come into. Yeah. And then the trailer and announcement yeah. of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's going to lead into Mojo's topic for the week. Yes. So absolutely. Um, Mojo, uh, take it away. Okay. In case you didn't, uh, Warner on social media or anything here in the past few days. The trailer for Assassin's Creed Valhalla came out. We have the name of our new assassin, the setting, which we all pretty much presumed was going to be Viking-related. No. I thought it was going to be Ragnarok, and it was going to be Norse mythology. But Well, I mean, it's basically, basically the same thing. the same thing. Vikings not. and Norse are the yeah. same people. Yeah, but he's talking about like he yeah. figured it would be I'm talking around mythology. I'm talking based well, around the actual... Which it probably will, because this, uh, Odyssey had a lot of Greek mythology. True. Yeah. This uh, this is one of the biggest conflicts that are, is related with Vikings. Uh, the battle for England. Uh, England was split up into four countries at the time, or four kingdoms. Uh, there was Mercia, Wessex, East Anglia, and Northumbria. And the Vikings were coming over, and they were trying to take land, because where they lived, they couldn't plant anything. They are basically farmers. And farmers, traders, and warriors. They had these amazing Farming Simulator ships. 19. Like, that, that was the big thing with them. They had these amazing ships. No one could outrun them. No one could catch them. And these kingdoms, they had, like, maybe six ships to themselves. Like, I mean, they, they're huge kingdoms. They're widely prosperous, but they're not good shipbuilders ship at all. Shipbuilders? Yeah. Okay. They don't have any good ship. ship so they're there. South African. Their ships are villages. enormous. They're very slow, and they're all named after archangels. Ooh, I've just been watching Vikings. If you guys yeah, haven't, noticed. not just Vikings. The Last Kingdom. I've read all the books. I know pretty much everything about. He this knows era. everything about Vikings that's ever been in a fictional story. <laughs> yes. A fictional man. It, it's fictional historical fiction is what it is. 
So now, it's historical, all the, all the main conflicts. So you're telling me Ezio really did kill the Pope? Yes. No. yes. <laughs> all he the main Pope John Paul was in the books, and like Vikings is before the Last Kingdom, uh, and the Last Kingdom, which is a Netflix series, by the way, and a book series, but it takes place right around the same time that this is this game is going to take place. Uh, the king is Alfred, uh, also known as Alfred the Great, the one who united all of the Saxon kingdoms together. Question. Yeah. Is he a butler as well? Is he a butler? No, Alfred <laughs> is, that is not the Alfred I am speaking of. Damn, Alfred Pennyworth. Does He's he British though, I mean it fits. Relation. There's a couple statues of him still, I believe. In they made a statue Pattinson. of Alfred Pennyworth? <laughs> Fuck yeah, let's go! <laughs> Woo! I'm excited. But it's not just a battle between... <laughs> Danes and Saxons. It's a battle between pagans and Christians. Like, this Pagan is going to be a religious war just as much as it is an actual battle. Because if this battle would have went differently, we'd all be pagans right now. Without a doubt. I mean, playing Far Cry 4, pagan men was pretty The cool. way that they won, no, the only sure way that they could win differently, Hitler would have took over the world. was by converting, <laughs> That's how that went down. converting yeah. the pagans, converting them over to Christianity. That's the only way that they won this conflict. Okay, so history lesson over. Yep, yes. history lesson over. We are um, diving in. Well, but one last thing, yes. and I'm springing this up on you. Please I don't do. know if you saw. I love springs. Th- this is a new show that HBO just announced. Based off of a novel, um, it's called Lovecraft Country, and dude, it looks awesome. It's set during the Jim Crow era of the U.S. Um, it, it, it's cool. Look it up. I'm not going to do it any justice by really describing it. So if you're listening to this podcast, just check out the trailer. All right. All righty. Diving into the main topic for this week, which is the rise and fall of Assassin's Creed. Now, oh, we have a lot of mixed feelings about Assassin's Creed. I want to a drink for this one. Uh, who all here has played through at least the first, the Ezio trilogy? Let's just say that. Who's played through the Ezio trilogy? Jonah? Nick? Who else? Damon? Glenn has not. Okay. Ezio trilogy. Morgan hasn't either. Including... Including the Altair game, which was the first Assassin's Creed. Yeah. And the Ezio trilogy. Yeah. Those are the golden games. Yes. Okay. That is based based around the fact that uh, the, the real-world story matters. And it's a great story. It's very, very in-depth. Uh, it's based around these ancient beings, known also known as Isu. Isu? Yeah, Isu. Uh, the Isu, who were precursors, and they also created humans, like human beings as we know them. They came before us, and they they were superiorly advanced. Like, they had technology that we can only imagine. And they left behind these artifacts, uh, such as pieces of Eden, or known as pieces of Eden. There was an apple, which was the main focus of the Ezio trilogy, and uh, the Altair game which was the first one and it was just like pretty much every influential figure in history has possessed one of these items and that's why they succeeded that's that's based around what uh what this game series is now they're still kind of going along with that with the spear of leonidas being an odyssey and 
things such as that, but I think every every one of the games, every main installment has some sort of artifact in it. But they've lessened the impact over the years due to them pretty much butchering the current timeline. Uh, it's it was okay. Desmond was our main character, and they did a real disservice to the fans because they sort of pushed that entire storyline off a cliff. At the uh, in Assassin's Creed Three, which Arguably one of the worst games. I, pr- I think everyone here will agree with that. Uh, the assassin wasn't the greatest. It was. It was definitely the start of the downfall. Yeah. Uh, which I was. It had some of the best modern day storyline. Like as far as the Desmond storyline, that stuff was the best in that game. Because you thought it was going somewhere. Yeah, you thought it was going somewhere. You get the pad. Like, you get you got yeah. the first game, and it starts out, and you're Desmond, and you're going into this facility. They, like, I think they kidnap him, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he's kidnapped. But, he, he worked at a bar. He was a bar. Yeah. And then he wakes up in this facility, and they have him get into the Animus. And he's reliving his ancestor, Altair, who was in, like, Jerusalem. And it's all centered around the Apple of Eden. And you get toward the end of that game, and you figure out that the Apple Eden is a piece of Eden, which, whenever they op- use it and open it, it shows a map of all the other ones. And that's what they're looking for. And then you start out with Assassin's Creed 2, and you're still playing as Desmond in that facility, and the Templars attack the modern-day Assassins. So you have to get out of there, and you go... You just go to like a secondary facility in that one, don't you? You yeah. don't go, and and then you're living through uh, Ezio, which is one of the most charismatic and badass assassins. And he's once again a descendant of Altair, so you're still got this lineage going. And at this point, the only way to go back in time is to be a descendant of these people. You have to have their bloodline to be able to relive their memories. So you go through the Ezio trilogy or the Ezio part in two, and at the end of that one, that's whenever is it Juno? Yes. That talks to Ezio. Yes, Juno Minerva. is one of the ancients. Minerva's the one that appeared to him. Yes, it's Minerva. Okay, Minerva. She she shows up and she's like yeah. talking to Desmond she's through him. She's warning him of the dangers of releasing Juno, and that's what ultimately leads up his choice to have to either yeah live or die. So like, you have. You have uh, <coughs> Minerva talking to Ezio, but talking through him to Desmond. And she even says Desmond's name, and Ezio's like, I don't know who you're talking about and all this. And then you get to Brotherhood, where you go to Ezio's... Oh, hang on a second. By the way, how freaking cool was that at the end? Yeah, of the exactly. Yeah, like that, that, that blew my mind. Because at the same time, that is what happened in history... But it's like that happened, and she's talking to Desmond, even though Desmond's not born yet. Like it's like years that, and years and years. That before. influences Ezio's uh, ambitions throughout the yeah. rest of the games. He's trying to figure out who Desmond is personally. He doesn't mention it. He doesn't talk about it to anyone. But within himself, he knows he's heard that name, and you find out about that in Revelations. Yeah, and you go back to uh, in Brotherhood, you set up like the Animus and all that in Ezio's old. Um, like mansion that you build up in uh, the villa. You build it up in two, don't you? Yeah. You build it up in two yeah. and in Brotherhood. 
Yeah. It's your base, basically. And then that's your new base. So you're constantly in the modern day walking around trying to find all these glyphs and all this hidden stuff in the villa that have been left behind from your ancestors. And, I, oh, yeah, at the end of Brotherhood, Desmond goes into a coma. Like, they get attacked and they get in that van and Desmond's in a coma in the animus. After the Lucy scene. Yeah. And then um, you have, you get into the van and you leave with Desmond in the coma. That's after the apple forces him to kill Lucy, who has been working with you the whole time on the assassin side. And you learn that she's probably a Templar. And then Revelations, you play through as Ezio again, but you also relive some more of Altair's story that kind of connects him and Ezio together. Mm-hmm. And you find out where they left the, uh, like the piece of Eden. Mm-hmm. And that that moment in Revelations when Ezio meets Altair. Yes. That's and the, immediately followed, he talks to Dame, or the, Desmond. The yeah. best fucking moment. Oh, like, yeah. It, it, and, was, so it was absolutely my moment. And the whole time you've got Desmond in his coma playing through like his mind and meeting up with Ezio and all yeah. that. And keep in mind, this is the core of Assassin's Creed to me. And like, the, the, whole, is, the whole point of it is that there has been a struggle between the Templars and the Assassins throughout all of history. Mm-hmm. And right now, in the modern day, the Assassins are trying to stop the Templars from finding the pieces of Eden. The Templars are trying to get it to pretty much rule the world. And you've just got this big, huge backstory. And then you get to Assassin's Creed 3, where you're playing through as Connor in the American Revolution. And, yeah, Connor, I, Mojo's the only one that likes that character Bastard out of us. I'm, I'm not crazy about the character. I like the game. I like the time period. But then you start out as uh, Haytham, which is Connor's dad. and Who is a British... He's soldier. a British soldier, and he's a Templar. And the yep. son of Edward Kenway in the fourth one. Yeah. And... It's all still connected. Yeah, the it's all still all connected. There. You're all still ancestors. And you're playing through this one, and in the modern day, you go to... I don't even remember what it was, what, like, what it was called, but it was like this big underground facility where yeah, it's just the, the first civilization who created mankind, pretty much. Like, like they went all the way back to, to Jesus and, like, Adam and Eve. Like, yeah. you have... Because of the apple of Eden. You play and you find all the hieroglyphs and you get a hidden video that is Adam and Eve running from a Templar group. That was in two. Yeah. Yeah. While they're trying to keep the apple of Eden hidden, which Mm -hmm. is, you know, going back into Mm -hmm. like the Bible, that is the apple. But Adam and Eve aren't like the first two humans. Yeah. There was a whole civilization created. There was a whole civilization before them. Picture them like slaves that have risen up against their. uh, Mm hmm against the people that created them and they're trying to take these pieces to get their control. But you get to the end of Assassin's Creed 3 and if you make it that far. Juno comes to Desmond and tells him that he has to die to set things right to get the assassins the upper hand to take over the Templars and to make I can't exactly remember. There's some kind of apocalypse on the horizon. Yeah, that's what it is. There's an apocalypse coming that's going to set the whole world back. Like, it, it was a sun flare, I believe. And a sun flare destroyed the entire planet once before. That's what killed out all the Isu. Yeah. And some of the humans survived, though, to reproduce. And then Desmond dies to kind of correct this. He, he's pretty much being told he is going to be like the new Jesus. He is sacrificing himself 
to make the world right. And and that's really, where I think Juno just needs a sacrifice in order to be freed. Exactly. And she's just playing with Desmond's head. Exactly. And Juno is the bad one. She wants everyone under her thumb. She wants to be the new ruler of the civilization. So and at the end of that game, she's released. Yeah, and, and all what, hell's about to break loose. She is released, and then there you have this dread of what is going to happen next. Desmond is gone. We have just a couple other people that we've been with this whole time, and then which know, we then, still care about. We still cared about Sean and the yeah. others. Like they were really important figures. They were there for all the games. And then after that, there is nothing. Nope. You get black flag. You get black flag, which is probably. Of the modern or of the older style Assassin's Creed is probably the best one gameplay wise. Out of oh, the yes. out of the main, because you, I consider everything with Desmond, Desmond's games as one part of Assassin's Creed. Yeah, and then you have the rest of Assassin's Creed. Black Flag is definitely the probably yeah. top tier of that. And that was really the first one released. They were the whole time you're trying to figure out what is what are they going to do with this modern day, and then there's nothing. Yeah, you you're no longer an employee you, of Abstergo Industries. You That's no longer you have to be an ancestor. Day. They took Desmond <laughs> and they used his DNA to make it to where you can go into anybody you want. It don't matter who it is. Like it doesn't even have to be an ancestor of Desmond anymore. Nope. You can just somehow use his DNA to get into anybody that was associated with the assassins. Yep. So from this point out, your main character in the modern day doesn't matter. You're barely in the modern day. You're not learning anything that gets the story going any farther. You're just basically running around time periods. It's all about being in the past. Yep. Like, nothing has consequences anymore. No. I don't even remember the modern-day people in any of these games. Like Sean, Sean is back in Black Flag, but yeah, he's he doesn't there do for like nothing. two seconds. He talks to somebody like a barista or something. Makes you feel like something's going on. Once again, you're playing as a no-name uh, member of Abstergo. Mm-hmm. Like, you were just hired in... They're trying to act like they're, like, making movies based on these people's histories and lives, and you're just doing research. And you saw what happened when they made an Assassin's Creed movie. And not only that, not <laughs> yeah. only that, what happened to the pieces of Eden? You guys are talking about an apple. There are six apples of Eden that are known. Six apples. There's the, the one spear, that Altair had is not shroud, the same one. A trident. Yeah, Ezio found. Yeah. The one Altair had was destroyed. <clears throat> yeah, there's multiple pieces. And that's pieces. why Desmond was trying to get the shroud to find the other pieces. Yeah. And you hear nothing about it for the longest time. It's gone. Like, it's like, like, yeah, I didn't make it through Unity or Syndicate, so I don't know what's going on in the modern day. But they it can were just be, hard to play. They I would working. always, I would always read about it to see if they were trying to get back on track, and it never seemed like they were. I feel mm-hmm. like Unity and Syndicate were on a path to progress Assassin's Creed to where it is now. Like they were trying to change up the gameplay and make it a one-a-year release. That was their goal, I believe. And also in Syndicate and Unity, you had more of a co-op-y feel to it. Yeah. Since it, you're getting to play with multiple assassins. And it just didn't play well. No, Frame it did rate not. crashes, I bugs. C- I couldn't care about Arno at no, all. I, I got the collector's edition of that one because I, I, I hoped it would be good. I didn't care about Eevee either. We went back to just chasing oracles instead of chasing these pieces of Eden. And the oracles I really could care less about. Because I feel I still don't know what the oracles were, like I'm sure it told us in the game, but I just didn't care. Yeah. And the modern day Assassin's Creed storyline is completely obliterated. It makes absolutely no sense. Uh, Juno was released in what was it, 2012? 
okay? Since 2012, what is that, eight years? Apparently, the world was supposed to end like six years ago. And, yeah, we've, we've had nothing, absolutely nothing, no information whatsoever on uh, Juno or the Ancients. They, they just want to keep, which they're doing a great job at building these civilizations and making you feel like you're in a lot, in like a living world. The graphics are beautiful. The gameplay is arguably bet- better than it was. Yeah, I mean, Origins and Odyssey are really good games. You're not an assassin, though. But it's you're not. It's not an Assassin's Creed game. It's yeah. just a good RPG. Like, even even with Syndicate and Unity, you were still part of the Assassins. I've play, I, I didn't play all the way through Origins, but I played through all the way through Odyssey, and there's not hardly a mention of any type of Assassin anything. No. Ubisoft has kicked everyone who... Uh, love their games in the balls with these new games. Like they're like, okay, we're gonna give you this. This is like we're gonna name it Assassin's Creed, but it's not Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Like, and that's something that makes me excited about Valhalla because at the end of the trailer, you see him with a hidden blade, and it's like, okay, we might be getting you know back to it. And I was reading an article. They said they're gonna put this that Valhalla is gonna be a very nice cap for the series, and that puts no faith in me. How are you going to cap off the series, even though you've ignored it this this long? Like, how are that? It's going to be some half-assed, half-assed story. I bet they won't even mention it. I bet they won't even mention the pieces of Eden. I bet they won't even mention Juno. They won't mention Minerva. Because see, I I, I read through every single email on Odyssey. Because you go to the modern day like three times throughout this hundred-hour game, and I don't remember anything hardly about this. Like I remember. There was one email talking about there was someone in Japan or somewhere that was off looking for looking for uh, one, and that's like it. Desmond's father went to Egypt. I know that much from emails. He went to Egypt whenever, like, during Origins, whenever it was taking place, there was an email sent from him to Desmond. It was really confusing. Like, it almost seemed like Desmond was still alive. It was in 2020, at the end of 2012 was when the date was on it, or 2013, one of the two. So I don't know what they're planning there. I don't know if they have some kind of background stuff. I mean, who knows? Maybe maybe they're going to just full-on go into, like, the Bible and Desmond does come back. Like, he is risen again because he is, like, the modern-day Jesus. But I mean, as far as we know, Abstergo has Desmond's body, and they've harvested his organs. So I yeah. don't know how he's coming back. But, but yeah, it, it's... The Big Getty star. It's been this long... And they're, if they pull that kind of twist on us, it's going to feel a little shitty. Here's my whole thing on it. I feel like that they're, uh, they're going to bring Michael Fassbender back. <laughs> and they're going to make Assassin's Creed 2. Um, they're going to connect all the games to the movie. Ugh. And, uh, yeah. Assassin's Creed 2, Brotherhood, Valhalla. <laughs> Brotherhood, Valhalla, Syndicated Unity, and Origins. A little bit of interesting information here. Like, it's a little bit off topic, but the first Assassin's Creed game was supposed to be a Prince of Persia. Yeah. Yeah. That's what killed Prince of Persia, was because Assassin's Creed got so big. Yeah. Yeah, They they planned it was going to be a a Prince of Persia Assassins. Yeah. I hate that they got away from, like, the way the game used to be, like, the way it played. Assassination missions that weren't Uh, boss fights. You know, if you sneak up on them, you get them. Those first five games. The most satisfying thing about playing Mm -hmm. these games for me was jumping off of a building and assassinating somebody. Oh, yeah. And they took Hidden Blades out. Like, okay, I can still jump off of a building and assassinate somebody, but the leveling system has got this thing so fucked that this guy is two levels higher than me, I won't assassinate You jump down, and you take, like, a third of his health away. Yeah. Yeah, You don't feel like an assassin anymore. 
No. It it feels like a Souls game, kind of. Like yeah. It's, I mean, it it just bothers me. Game's trash. Uh, but we'll see with Valhalla and see with yeah. where they go with it. I, I, I just I have Valhalla. no faith in them. I don't see how they're going to make this a ca- a capping off point for this series after they've just neglected the modern day. Yeah, they might put a little work into it. That's all they do is a little. Just to make it seem like there's more shreds of things well, watch there. Watch this game be 200 hours long and blow our minds. Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be a great game. Yeah. It's gonna look, no, I'm like talking they, about the story. It's going to look it, gorgeous, they, they, that's for sure. If they could really redeem themselves, literally make this about a 100 to 150-hour story, that would be plenty enough time to address anything. Yeah, and close it out. But or you would have to if go. They put the time. You would have it. to go to the modern day more than three times, which I'm honest. Uh, they, I swear I mean, to God, is all you hours? do in Odyssey. Because Odyssey's a hundred and something hour game. You I'm go about, three times. That's what I'm saying. But they would be. They could definitely redeem themselves if they focused on. If that. they focus, but will they? Probably, Probably not. not. No, because but they really could cap a it lot off of very you well. Out there seem to like this change. I mean, I like it. I think the game plays better than they ever have, but. I just don't think yeah, the story's it, there. It's, I also need to think get rid of the just, leveling. They system. improved the gameplay and took the assassin out of it. Yeah. Like, just give me the assassin back. Like, the entire let me stab mythology of the assassins has been completely erased. Like, if this, I get we're like in predating assassin times or whatever. But, but have some kind of yeah, group of people. We, I, I, I have a feeling with the name Valhalla, I feel like that the end of this game is just going to be a big fucking battle. Yeah, and then at the end, and then at the end, whoever you're the main character, you're gonna die. That's gonna be for sure. You die in that. And then when you go to Valhalla, you see the other assassins. They bring all the assassins together. You That'd see Ezio. You see Altair. You see Connor. And then even Desmond makes an appearance. Nolan North comes back as Desmond. Like at the end of Avengers. Yeah. And basically, it's just one big scene. He's really they're, old. They're all together. Sit on a bench. Yeah, but where is our modern day battle? That oh, was what this whole series was was yeah, built. They're they, they not ready. going back to the modern day. They said, "Fuck the modern day." I know, but I see the way they set it up is that we were going to get these games and playing through the historical part, and then the last one of this main story was going to be modern day playing as Desmond in the real world. And well, I take and that they back. Completely you shit you all may actually that. go back to the that, modern that's day. That's what I was expecting. And really. you could find out that Desmond maybe had a kid, and it's way on down in the future. Okay, and. You know, this is Desmond's kid playing through his ancestor, whatever. Every anime ever. Just give him a kid. No, that's a soft reboot with a cat. <laughs> I, but well, no, but, but they give him the, the kid, but this kid is, like, predestined to die. Like, it's already determined that he's going to die and everything like that. And then when he does die, you die as your character in the... When you go back in time, he dies as soon as Desmond's kid dies. And then, as Desmond's kid, you go to Valhalla... And you see the assassins and Desmond. Yeah, none of us are show writers. Uh, <laughs> no, listen, I, I ain't fucking for that. All right, listen, no, it's I, better than what Benny Off and Watts did. All right. <laughs> no, I get, I get what you're saying. It'd be nice, but I just don't see how they're gonna end. I don't see it in it any either. kind of satisfactory way. No. I, I, it's, if anything, it's gonna end. The credits are gonna roll, and then you're gonna get a final like after credit scene that is just like a Star Wars crawl, and it's like. The uh, the assassins got all the pieces eaten and took out the Templars. The world is safe. Or no, they tease the next game in the very end of Assassin's Creed. Oh yeah, reboot. Uh, Sean became an assassin and killed Juno. She's dead. Yeah, we we forgot to mention that. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, he, he just became a smart-ass assassin and just mocked everybody, and he was a total badass. Killed Juno immediately, yeah. and the world's safe. See, I'm more up on, which I mentioned earlier when I said it was more talking about, you know, North, Norse mythology and Ragnarok, because, yeah, Valhalla's connected. I'm more Greek mythology than I am Norse mythology. But, I mean, it makes sense, and then once everybody goes to Valhalla, boom, Ragnarok happens. That's it. End of everything. Like, like that's it. You you find out that Odin is part of the assassins. Like, you find out the assassins are gods. Like, which I mean, that's a great conflict to have assassins versus Templars. I mean, I say you have a massive fucking battle. The different points from the religious view. You have the Christians with the Saxons, and when you have the, the pagans with Valhalla. Like, say, with, uh, going back to mine, you're yours. Desmond's kid, you're in Abstrigo, and you're, like, trying to, like, go through, you're, like, you're sneaking in, and you're trying to get to, like, this one part to, you know, save the whole world and to destroy the Templars forever, and but that's when you die, when you finally get everything taken care of, whatever, you in the Templars, and that's when you die, and while it's happening simultaneously, back and forth between, um, and you'll probably have, like, a big cutscene, too, where every move you make is the same move that the Assassin's making. Yeah. Also, bring back Assassin's Creed multiplayer. Be fun. Shit was fucking Brotherhood awesome. was really fun. Oh yeah, that was. I mean, it wasn't long term playable. Like it, I would play it for a few hours and I'd be done with it. That's my only issue with it. Yeah. I don't want to put too much on them. Like, <laughs> obviously, obviously, we do not want to put too much on them. If they don't have time to put in multiplayer, don't put in multiplayer. I would much rather them flesh flesh out the uh, modern day story. Obviously, yeah. they're going to shit out whatever makes money. Yep, yep. The new Activision. That's what's going to happen. But I'll, Ubisoft is new Activision. I'll give it to them. They've done an amazing job recreating these cities, these landscapes. The games are all beautiful. They play well. The thing is, though, you can have great graphics, but if you don't have a story to back it up, then it's a piece Which, of shit. Which, the story in the games, I mean, they're not bad stories. They're pretty good stories. Odyssey just kind of dies off. It's just yeah. that you don't feel any emotional investment in no, it. No, you don't. Like, okay, has any, anyone that's played Assassin's Creed 2, how? When's the last time you've had more of an emotional connection than when your entire family was hung right before you? Yeah. Like, oh my God, I was ready to kill some freaking Templars. Like they had me in it immediately in that game, and I've just never felt the same connection with an Assassin's Creed game. They've never had the same revenge story that Ezio had. It was. Yeah, it, it it was just completely fantastic, and modern, modern day shit. Modern day shit, like yeah. the one I took this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but um, anyway, I think that's all I'm gonna rant on. I, th- I think we covered Assassin's, Assassins Creed pretty well. So now we're all depressed. <laughs> no, uh, uh, that's what leads to drinking. We're gonna turn around and do the fun podcast after this one, so you'll get two episodes. Fun podcast. Don't spoil it for everybody. Have to say Rupert led better. Doctor Rupert. Rupert's been quiet, and I've, I've dropped the accent. But like, <laughs> what I'm wondering, I've not played Assassin's Creed. Like last time I mentioned, I downloaded the French one for free. But uh, what happens if like a regular bloke just gets in that machine? Like if I got in it, see that—that well, that was the thing. In the I, I heard you mention yeah. like now anybody can just yeah. become an assassin. But like I just imagine if I got in it. <laughs> and went back 
to my ancestors. It's just a oh, okay. bunch of portly fucks from England. <laughs> Farmentators eating, eating a turkey leg. I come from a great line of I pigeon farmers. <laughs> no, whatever. Yeah, yeah, you get back. Okay, so I just imagine myself getting hired by a company as an intern for experimental shit because I've been unemployed for so long and I need the cash. And I get in there, and this robotic tentacle, which, as you know from the last podcast, really turned me on with Magneto, looks up into my back. And I just get jolted back in time, and I and they they give me the premise. They're like, you know, we need you to fight bad guys. Don't worry about being fat because you're gonna have all the skills. And I'm like, fuck yeah. So I finally get back there, and I spend like eight hours just fucking hoeing taters. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you sons of bitches, when am I getting out of here? No, we just need you to hoe the taters for us so we yeah. can bring them back and so we can have plenty of it, No, no, and that's what it is. Like, He's like, listen, I know you don't have a lot of skill in hoeing taters, but just do your best. And, <laughs> since, and since they have like all this like ancient alien tech and shit, come to find out like I, I don't do it right. So there's like soil erosion, a massive mudslide that coincidentally hits a guy that they've been wanting to kill. And that's how I become an assassin. And, and you dig up your potatoes one and day, also, and one of them's just a piece of Eden. Yes, just one of the magical in the real world, magic tater of Eden. The more time you spend in the Animus, the skills you learn in the Animus translate to the real world. So not he too long after, you would be a master of hoeing taters. You'd be a master. You'd be the world's such shit dirt. Richest. You'd be like uh, Matt Damon in The Martian where he grows his own taters and his own shit. Mm-hmm. These are shit taters. <laughs> That's the flavor. But no, like like as you're hoeing in the back in like back in the day, you just see like they had like their own little virtual farm in their building and as as you're hoeing it's like playing the crops. Hang on, I didn't know he was hoeing. Yeah, yeah. You're because you know I how you, were a tater you know how in the game well you gotta you hold the th- you hold oh, okay. the dirt dumbass but how in the original game he has that gauntlet with the knife that comes out mine's just a hoe boy <laughs> <laughs> but like, out. but the end of it pops out into a sword <laughs> and I'm just ready like them old men that have those walking canes that are swords but yes. you know technology isn't up to that point yet so like all the graphics are Farmville. Like that last <laughs> game on no, Facebook. Like, like you get, someone watch my pigs. Like you get moved from Assassin's Creed and you go straight into Farming Simulator. Yeah, in the tractor. <laughs> These lines are straight for shit. Um, which is, by the way, oh, really off topic. That's one of the new PS Plus games coming out on Tuesday. I'm fucking excited to play. <laughs> I'm it. actually really excited. Has anyone here played a Farm Simulator? No, no. but it. Farming uh, Simulator 19 is free for PS Plus. Now, I'm going to tell you week. right now, I played 2017 or 2018. Was that shit lit? Uh, okay. <laughs> it, depends, it depends a lot because here's the thing. I love simulators. I love sandboxes. But I'm going to tell you right now, it's hard as fuck. <laughs> and, and what I mean by that is you're managing everything down to the details. So when you have a farm, you're like, okay, I want to plant taters. You may not have the shit to plant taters. Well, I guess I'll go take out a loan against my fucking farm so I can buy this one specific piece of farm equipment to farm fucking taters. Fuck yes. And then you get in there and you spent already $280,000 against your fucking farm. So you're like worried to death now that you're <laughs> going to make you're gonna make your yield 
to start paying back this loan or they're going to take your farm. You can hire people, though. Oh, nice. Because what I did was I was trying to plow it myself, and I played all this on did computer. You, did you employ people frequenting the Home Depot? I had to because my crop, like when I, when, when I went to go till the land, it looked like a giant S, and they're supposed to be straight. So I ended up just hiring a guy, and he did it perfect. How do you guys feel about Assassin's Creed in VR? <laughs> what a fucking like, transition. When you enter the Animus, you put on a VR. What a set. fucking transition. Um, I mean, interrupted I think I think you... you I, I don't think it's a good idea, because I remember playing that fucking Batman game on Nick's PlayStation, <laughs> and I, I shit you not, I know it was just VR, I know it was fucking fake, but when I looked over the edge of a building... You get that drop in your stomach. Yeah. And oh, yeah. all that fucking Assassin's Creed is is jumping off of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just going to be like in a room, jumping, twirling, and okay. knocking shit off your now, walls. It, it, I'm not saying we use the motion controls. I'm saying we use a controller <laughs> and, and we sit in a chair so we don't Assassin's like kill ourselves. Yeah diving into a bale of hay or something and just you like have managed to take one floor. of the most progressive things coming out for video games to make people not just sit in one spot and actually become active within their immersion and make it the laziest fucking thing i've ever heard of <laughs> <laughs> you just sit in a chair fuck it spin well, a chair if the motion controls things had analog sticks on them the move what if you had what if you had like a fucking one of those uh treadmill things that i see that no one fucking has, but they have. Oh, yeah, those exist, don't those they? Those exist, yeah. but no one can afford it. Uh, going back to if we were going, if we were in the Animus, I'd probably wake up and I'd probably be like seeing my great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfather play like fucking a pig or something. And that's how I was born. <laughs> that's how my lineage started. I'm famous bunch of pig fuckers. <laughs> well, that's brutally honest. Okay, so how how far? So is this just taking? Like, it's on my dad's side, not my mom's side. They is the premise of, of going into this? What'd you call it? Artemis. Animus. 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 The, Artemis. The, the, it's pronounced Artemis. Yeah. Artemis. <laughs> when you get in this Artemis, it takes you back in time. Are you? Are you really? Can you imagine driving to like Artemis and you fucking go back in time? Are you really going back in time, or is it using genetic memory? Yeah, it's using genetic, genetic memory. Yeah. So whatever you do in the past, in there in this machine, isn't going to affect anything. No. Currently. No. You're. So it, it's you used, literally it's used, live out what happened. It's pretty much like a ma- uh, like a item finding shit. Like they don't really. Yeah, they're using fuck. it to find these pieces of Eden. Yes. Yeah. So well, you like, still okay, it doesn't really matter Eden's. though because they don't really talk about pieces of Eden anymore. Yeah. Okay. So here's another question. This is like I'm getting into philosophical shit with this game. So when you're in the game, or in the Artemis. Animus. Animus. Sorry. <laughs> Why animus? Anyway, when you're in the animus and you decide that I am going to kill this random person. Uh, well, they actually had something interesting yeah. back in the day. It was called synchronization. And if you would do something your ancestor would not have done, you would lose synchronization. And it like, kick you out. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. If you would kill civilians, for example, instead of Templars. I dig that. Now, so that also means that free will-wise, while you're in the animus... You are subject a little bit to what your ancestor did yes. anyway. Yeah. So you have like this this motivation in you to go assassinate the guy that they assassinated. Yes. That's so so the then, entire premise okay. of the game. So the entire thing be. is a comp or what the Templars and the assassins are wanting to get these items, so they're hijacking people's DNA to pseudo go back in time using genetic memory in order to determine 
where the last place these objects were. Yeah. Because that's these objects that's, are that's ancient alien advanced technology yep. that the Templars want to use to, to control the world. The world. Yes. And the assassins, what's their motive? Keep them out of the Templars' hands. Yes. Yep. They don't want the Templars. They to don't want to use them, but they don't want them to have them. Yeah. They're trying. The assassins are trying to hide these objects from the Templars. The objects can corrupt and the assassins because of their power. They have hidden them so well that the Templars cannot find them in modern day. So they created the Animus. The Templars are the ones who created the Animus and kidnapped Desmond to send him back in time because his ancestors were assassins, and so that they this, could track these pieces of Eden. Like you talking about the Apple of Eden or whatever? Mm-hmm. What's yes. this thing do? Uh, like the mind first control, apple. telekinesis. Yeah. Uh, there are six apples total. Yep. Yeah. There's no. apples, there's They're swords, not. staves, And then spears, when you collect them all, a giant trial. dragon comes out. There's some of them have been destroyed. Get one wish. <laughs> His name's Shinron. Yeah. Bring Krillin back. God damn it. <laughs> they just have... Every time. They're really advanced technology, and they just have... And that's a great segue to talk about the new Dragon Ball Kakarot DLC that I'm not playing. <laughs> oh, so good segue. I'm good with segues. <laughs> what is it, Beerus? Beerus. Yes. And Super. And I'm going to buy it and play it next week, and it's going to be Liddy Five Fifty, as Nick would say. Well, you know what? You can review it next week I'm when we come over. It rhymes. <laughs> yeah. So, we're um, Warfare. so is that is that a, a console game or a phone yeah, game? Console. console. Okay, I saw you looking on your phone. Is for phone. Okay. Yeah. So this is a console Dragon Ball game. Yeah, it's an RPG. Okay. Well, I think that's all that's we got fun. for this week. Uh, yeah, that's pretty. Anybody good. got anything else they want to bring up? Well, I may have had more fucking questions, but I guess we're, I don't. We can <laughs> table them for. We can table them for after. It's a. Uh, it's for the post show. Yeah, it's post, post show. show party. Oh, um, we we got it on iTunes, and <laughs> uh, the last episode we had a little questionnaire, and the winner is Tomless McGillicuddy from Dublin, Ireland. Congratulations, Thomas. Wait, before we go, because we've been so good and on topic, let's do the the New Zealand. No, we're quiz. saving no, that. No, we're saving I'll find that. Another no, 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 we're saving it. So, Stop it. Thomas, because of this, you just got your name announced over our awesome podcast. You also got a free canoe trip over Cumberland Falls. Just meet us directly here in Corbin and or Lily, Kentucky. You are also now on the FBI watch list. (laughs) And if you don't get caught, it'll be absolutely free. Yes. If you do get caught, it'll be $500. Yes. We don't want you to look. So just make sure you don't record it and put it on YouTube. There's not supposed to be anyone at Cumberland Falls right now, so you shouldn't have to worry about getting caught. Just make sure your passport's up to date. And just don't litter or else Nick will have to recycle it. Maybe. (laughs) All right. Well, that's our podcast for this week. Uh, We are on every podcast. Everything. 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 You can find us on... um, iTunes. Um, Are we on SoundCloud? Uh, yes. Probably. Maybe. I don't no. know. No one here has face tattoo. Um, <laughs> anywhere that I know a guy that can make that happen. Any, anywhere <laughs> your podcast can Not be sold. Not moment he can. Um, you can find us there. Also, check out our Patreon. We no, don't, don't have a Patreon. Oh, check out Glenn's OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful pictures of him hoeing those potatoes. (laughs) 
I'm in the most, the most scandalous <laughs> farming videos you will but ever see. iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Check out our Instagram page. We and post there weekly. Oh, bitch, we on IG. We on IG. Oh, we got to we, we gotta Drop work us a comment. Send us a follow. And you know how this stuff all works. No, we don't. So, all right. Well, well uh, I guess well, that's it. Now. Glenn, Damon, Catch either, you got TikTok anything next. you want to plug? <laughs> no? Sorry. Our right. book will be out next week. <laughs> oh, yeah, we forgot about our book that we were writing. Damn it. Is that really due next week? Damn. Look forward to our upcoming production, Tears by the Cradle. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's uh, it. That's, that's for later. Arrivederci, everybody. Yes. See ya.